the morning. So exciting. This is our last Nishnas class. Um, I really feel like I grew very attached to it over this time, and hopefully we'll continue. It's not over. We're still going to say Nishnas. Just not going to learn it anymore. Okay. So last we were up to was... Um, Okay, so we said how like every mouth should praise Hashem, and everyone, everyone is going to just praise Hashem as much as possible. Our entire being is going to say Hashem, who is like you. Okay, so we're up to Matzil Ami. Okay. So in addition to all the amazing things that Hashem does that we've been talking about, so Matzil Ani, he saves the poor person, from someone who's stronger than him. The ani, the avion, migozo, and a poor person from someone who would rob him or steal from him. Um, so, she, yeah. Okay. Um, it happens to be, there's, I'm going to look back in this one because I think this nesach is cutting out some of the words. So, one second. Yeah, okay. Shabbos, I mean, yeah, I have these in quotations over here. So, oh, I was learning it, I was going to get through with it. Okay, so Shabbos Aniyam Atas Hishma, the cry of the poor people you hear. Tzakat Hadal Takshiv Asoshia, the screams of the poor person, Takshiv, you pay attention to, Asoshia, and you save him. Okay, so that's not in this Nasach, apparently. It's like also in second quotations. Is it in yours? You see that? Like Shabbos Aniyam, the cry of the poor person. Probably it is. I imagine it's in this Nasach, just not in this one. It's okay. Okay, so Shabbos Aniyam. So what is this like cry of a poor person? So there's a famous mashal from the Rebbe of Rajin of a prince that like wasn't listening to his father and ends up getting kicked out of the palace. And the king always sends his like messengers just like to keep after him and like check on him and see how he's doing, even though he's not in the palace anymore. And one day they find him just like playing with a bunch of kids like in the mud like, in the dirt, and, like, just so unbefitting royal prince. And they say, like, oh, your father wants to know, is there anything that you need, anything that you could use? And, like, they're hoping that he says, like, yeah, like, bring me back to the palace. I want to go back. But instead, he's like, yeah, could you send me new boots? Because my boots are all muddy. I need new shoes. So the messengers are just, like, so sad. Like, like you could have asked for anything. Like, you're asking for something so little. So the mashal, the nimshal, is that, like, even though this prince, like, forgot who he is and where he comes from, um, the king is still going to listen to him. So too, the cry of the poor, Hashem hears us, Hashem listens to us. Like we are like that poor person of like, whatever we ask for, Hashem is listening. Hashem is not just like a regular king. He is a king that does way more than a regular human king. And he's listening to us. Um, happens to be on that note of like human king versus like Hashem. Um, this week, it's a little bit random, but... Um, so, you know, like I'm very into succulents. I made like beautiful gardener for my husband's office and I went to check on it and I saw that it was watered, which is like a huge no, no, like you're not supposed to water these things. Like they grow in the desert, not just water them. Um, and then I was davening and I realized I'm like, Hashem, like you're not like a regular King. Like, okay, oops. Like I shouldn't have watered it. Forgive me. Uh, okay. You're forgiven. But like Hashem could like literally like fix it and make it better again. Cause he's Hashem. Hashem could do anything. I was like, okay, hopefully my succulent garden will not die because Hashem is like the king of all kings. He's not just like a regular king. Anyway, this, this brought comfort to me. So hopefully if it means anything to you, great. If not, pass. 
Um, but I was just um, really upset by it. But everything should be good. Okay. Um, so also, on this topic of that Hashem is a king, unlike regular kings, but like the king of all kings and can do anything. Um, so there's a story of, there used to be like a palm reader, you know, like people who like read the lines of your hands and person not into it, like a little heebie for me. But I guess there were people who were very into it. And someone went to B'nai B'rath, like once a week and like reading people's hands. And like they would line up, run the block, like they, everyone wanted to know like what the lines mean. We should wipe off that pen mm-hmm. um, eventually. So Rav Wozner was like very like surprised by this. And he's like, don't you know, like it's a matter what the lines mean. Like the lines could say anything about what's going to happen in the future. But like one cry, like one like sigh, one krach, he says, like could change everything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like whatever the destiny is, like Hashem could do anything. This palm reader doesn't know anything, what it's talking about. And Hashem has control and power over everything. Everything could change just from us crying out to Hashem and babbling. Also, um, on this topic of like crying out, um, my husband mentioned this. He said that like by Mitzrayim, like it doesn't say anywhere that we davened. It just says like we cried out and Mitzak and we groaned and we like we, we called out and like pain. But it doesn't say like and we like we didn't daven. Like um, his palate was not used at all. So it's this thought of like Hashem listened to like all the cries and the moans and like especially like right like we were saying before like like um, a woman in labor like it's a very good time to daven because Hashem is listening and it's not like we're just like taking out a sitter like mm-hmm. or a neshmat or it's a tehillim Hashem is really listening to every cry so we should insert good tefillos okay um, right, so now that I have those words I can go back to right, I'll stay with this thinking. Okay. So Hashem saves a poor person from someone stronger than him. Okay. Mi Yidmelach, who is like you, Hashem. Mi Yishvelach, who is equal to you. Mi Yarachlach. And who could be compared to you? No one, right? Like, no one could be compared to Hashem. Hashem is incomparable. Um, like, um, the idea of the money. Um, I like this, Masha. That, let's say you have, like, a penny... And they also have like a hundred dollar bill at the same time. So like, what do they both have in common? They're both money. Like both of them are money, but like a penny is like insignificant compared to a hundred dollar bill. Like it's like nothing. So even though they both have the similarity of like one is a smaller amount of money, one is bigger. Like there's nothing you can compare to Hashem. You can't say like Hashem is like this. Like there's nothing, nothing you can compare to Hashem. Hashem is Hashem. Akela Gadol, Hagibar Banora, the great mighty and awesome Hashem, Kel um, Elyon, exalted, like high up, creator of heaven and earth. So I was like, listen, like, I was looking at these words, and I was just thinking, I'm like, don't we see that in Shona Esrei? Like, it sounds so familiar, it's like rolling off my tongue. So we do. First bracha of Shona Esrei. Kel Elyon. So I wanted to just see, like, what are these words? What are they talking about? Because we do say it every day. So, like, sounds like, like, I, I didn't know what it means, like, more than just than what I do already. Okay, so this is what I found out. So, um, it's in Shvan Esrei, we know, and it was compiled by Anshay Knesset Hagadola. So they put together the sitter because, like, people were forgetting the tefillo. So, like, let's put it all together in one nice package called the sitter. So the Brisker Rob explains that this pasuk before it was ever in the Siddur, originally it's in Sefer Devarim. 
And in Sefer Devarim, Moshe says this to Hashem. He says, like, Hashem is Hakal, Hagadal, Hagibar, Vanara. Hashem is great. Gibar is strong. Nora is awesome. Hashem, you are great and strong and awesome. And he called this first to Hashem. And that's where we got it from. That's where they took it. They took it from Sefer Devarim. So during the Kharban, Yermiyahu Hanavi, he like was saw what was going on and he like was very I guess like disturbed that like the Gaim were completely like running rampant and doing whatever they wanted in the base of Magdash. And like he was very upset by this and he said like Hashem, Narasacha, like where is your awesomeness? Like like where? Like how how could you let this go on? So he took out the word Nora from his tefillah. Like when he was davening, he would cut it out, he would just say Hakal but he like wouldn't say the word no. He's like, Hashem, like, we don't see your awesomeness. Like, we don't see that you're so amazing because of what the Gaim are doing. So he just took it out. Fine. And then later, Daniel, who lived during Galas Babel, he also, he had Nebuz at the second base of Megdash, and the, I'm sorry, the second Harban, and things would happen then with also how we would get kicked out of Eretz Israel and things would happen. And he said, Hashem, where is your Kavura? Like, we don't see this. Like, you're letting the Gaim do whatever they want and get away with it. Like, how could this be? Where's your Gibar? So he took out the word Gibar from his tefillah. So, like, Nora was taken out and Gibar was taken out. And, like, what was happening to Davening? So along came then the Anshayk Nasagadola, who said, like, you're both wrong. Hashem is a Gibar. Hashem is Nora. How? So Gvura, they said, because Hashem tolerates the wicked and allows them to triumph. Like, Hashem is hiding himself and he's letting them, like, it looks like they're doing things, you know, really Hashem is in control of everything and Hashem allows whatever to take place. Like it's all under Hashem's also says there's nothing that happens that Hashem doesn't know about. So he is still Gvura because he's hiding himself. And Nora is because how could one nation survive all these years without Hashem? Like it's miraculous. Like how could it be? Like um, like I, my kids were saying, like, yeah, like, we're bound for so much longer than everyone else. And, like, yeah, like, really, if you look for, like, oh, I want to go find a mystery nowadays. Or, like, can't find one. Like, they don't exist. Or even someone from the times of Hanukkah, like, a real like, ancient Greek, like, they're not around. Like, we're the only nation that's still here. So it's awesome. It's, like, if we're able to survive for this long, then Hashem will continue to survive. It's, like, Hashem has saved us for all this, all these years, all these generations, through every single bad event, Hashem made sure that we survived. So that's how Hashem is so awesome. So the Ang Sheikh Nasagdola reinstated these words. He said, no, you have to say Hakal, Hagadal, Hagibar, Banora, because Hashem is great and Hashem is awesome. And everything that Hashem does is amazing. You have to put these words back in. And so they put these words back into Tzvila. So I just thought that was very cool that when we say this, like by the first bracha of Shana Esrei, like, oh, like it has, these words have history. Um, and they're meaningful and powerful words. Okay. Creator of heaven and earth. Okay. Oh, also, by the way, Nora, um, I realized also, like, it's also in this week's parsha, so I'm just going to say very fast. Um, Nora is, does anyone know? I'll tell you. <laughs> You're doing parsha Nash, but it's not really related. <laughs> um, so, Nora. Because, oh, and so Yaakov, when he, he ran, ran away from his brother Esau, and, it's part of a Yitzhi, right? My husband found myself part He ran away from Esau because, you know, the whole thing with the Bechorah from last week. And, um, 
right? And he ran away and he went and he slept by Haram Maria, which he didn't know was Haram Maria at the time. And he put the rocks around his head and he lays down and he has a whole dream where there was a ladder and the are going up and down. And afterwards, when he wakes up in the morning, and like he has this whole like nevuah from Hashem that like you're gonna spread out and you're going to be okay and I'm gonna be with you. And he realizes like this is like a very holy place that I was just sleeping by. He says, Man no like how awesome this place is. And we know like, that's where the base of Nishmas was then built. So I just thought that was cool that Nora is in Nishmas and it's also in the Zeke's Parsha. So like, all these worlds are coming together. Okay. So Kone Shemayim Aretz, creator of heaven and earth. Okay. So Kone doesn't really, it means create, like they translate it as like creator, but really like to be Kona something is like to acquire something. Like if I give you, like, like by a chasana when like the Kala um, is like Kona, like really, really the husband is Kona, the Kala, or like, um, like you know, like, when, when, oh, by Hamid, like by the Hamid, I do with a pen. It's like they put down the rabbi who signed the chametz to the, you know, Yehudi, they take up, usually like a pen or something, and like, and put it down, and he picks up, like he's, he's acquiring it, like I'm acquiring this pen, I'm also acquiring all the chametz that I'm now buying from you. Random piece of um, information, but kone is like to acquire. Okay. So, why? Even though it's created, it's creator of heaven and earth, but also it's quite acquire, because, um, Okay, so the Magad of Mezrich says that in Tehillim it says, the whole world is full of your possessions, Hashem. So we can acquire, we can acquire Hashem through heaven and earth. Like the way we could get close to Hashem is through heaven and earth. Um, just like the world is like filled of like ways of connecting to Hashem. Like everything is really a connection. Like when I have water, like I'm and I make a bracha, I'm like connecting to Hashem through this cup of water. Like everything that Hashem puts in our world is for us to connect to Him. So like every person, everything, everything has like a, a divine spark, says the Magad Mezrich, and it's for us to connect to Hashem. So, um, also, like I was even just thinking like, how do you connect to Hashem like through like a cup of coffee? Like what do you mean? Like I wake up in the morning like I need coffee. But it's like, no, like Hashem, like I need coffee because I want to, wake up and be present and like be able to function and hopefully be a good mommy and like be a good wife and like to do the things like we're connecting to Hashem through like a cup of coffee and we're saying like Shankol and the Ambazar like Hashem you created everything thank you for this cup of coffee um also a very cute thing I always say like I really want to print it out and put it right by my little coffee station and I never do maybe today I'll do it <laughs> you guys <laughs> like witnesses um I really should do this so I one time heard this poem on the topic of coffee was like i'm gonna totally butcher it but basically it was saying how like you put in something like cold and you put in something hot and you put in something dark like the coffee is dark and you put in white milk and you put in sweet sugar but you put in like like bitter coffee and like you take this whole cup full of like really contrasting things and you say like you created everything and like hopefully my day should also just be like it's gonna be probably full of contrast like not everything is always like sweet all the time but we want to just remember, like, Shakhal and the Anyways, I remember seeing this poem, like, I love this poem. I think it's the nicest, sweetest thing. Like, I'm going to put it by my coffee station. I even bought, I was in Ikea, I bought, like, a little frame for it. I'm like, it's going like, in this frame. And the frame was in my cabinet, and the poem is, like, on my phone. So, it's so simple, right? Like, just print it out and put it in the frame and put it by my coffee station. Okay. Okay, I, I will. Maybe, really maybe today. Okay. So, yeah. So, we connect to Hashem through everything that he gives us. We're able to acquire and connect to Hashem. Okay. 
Nahala, like we will praise Nishabecha, also we will praise Nefercha, we will glorify you. Um, Pa'er, that means splendor. Um, my husband was like telling me that like I learned, okay, I learned that like what the bracha of Otari Shabbos Sif Ara, like with Hashem, um, like crowns us with splendor. So I remember learning in seminary that it's referring to like a woman when she covers her hair. My husband was saying like, Pyre refers to a man wearing tefillin. I'm like, you know what? They're both being crowned. Men are being crowned by tefillin. We're being crowned by covering our hair. They're both crowned. So that's what um, my husband was saying, that Pyre is slender and refers to a man and tefillin. I say a woman and when we're covering our hair. So Otari Tavis Farash, I'm going to crown us with glory. But anyway, here it's saying, um, we'll glorify you. Nebarach Ashim Kachacha, and we'll bless your holy name. Ka'amor. Like David HaMelech said, Barachi Nafshi Es Hashem. Bless Hashem. Like my soul will bless Hashem. V'chol Karavai Hashem Kacho. And with all of my like inner, innermost being, I will bless Hashem and His holy name. Okay. So that is like, you'll see, is it like a, let me see what you're looking at. Okay, good. So that's like an end of the paragraph. Okay, but there's still more. But that's like already like an end of this paragraph, this concept. Okay. So once we know like who the designer is of the world, then we could bless and thank Hashem, even though there's like so much unrest and turbulence and like crazy things going on. We know that really Hashem is the one in control and Hashem is the one making everything happen for a reason. We don't know the reason. Hopefully we should see the reason. And understand, but we are still remembering that Hashem's in charge of everything. Okay. And there should also be like a certain like serenity that we have of like we don't know, but Hashem knows what he's doing. Okay, so now we're gonna go on to the next shorter paragraph. And okay. Also, by the way, um Navarich Hashem Kacho, like you're gonna Yeah. Like, like the whole concept, like a bra- like what is a bracha? Like I was saying, like on coffee. Um, so a bracha is really just acknowledging like Hashem is a source of all good. So uh, actually, I have a piece of paper. I'm gonna write that right back because I feel like I'm more of like a visual person than auditory. This is also for later. Okay. Like bees. Bees Like. Like barich or like bracha. Okay. So bees in Gematria is two. Reish is 200, but like the number two. And chaf is 20, but like also like the number two. It's like, there's this kind of in a bracha of like everything is really double. And like Hashem is the source of everything. Like everything is going to be because of Hashem. Like it's like, oh, make a bracha. It's like we're realizing that Hashem is the source of everything. Okay, so that's the concept of bracha. Um, the Baal Shanto says that when one Jew inquires after another, like, how are you? And the second Jew says, like, oh, Baruch Hashem, or thank you, Hashem, or, like, thank God. It, like, there's a lot of, like, glory brought to Hashem. Like, even in, like, Costco, I try really when they ask me, like, you know when they're, like, taking your receipt and they're, like, drawing like a line down the middle <laughs> and like sometimes they like depending if like you're with kids and like they draw a little like smiley face and I'm even putting it because sometimes have you noticed that <laughs> I remember like one time taking out a receipt my husband went I guess with the kids before Shabbos and they do like a smiley, girl smiley face and a boy with the arm I'm like wow they, they really do notice but like very often they say like oh how are you today I try to say like thank God like 
don't just say like fine or I'm okay good whatever you know like like bring it back to Hashem like thank God because you're it's like generating bracha and more okay. so we're gonna continue on now for the next paragraph about Kalbatatsumok and then we're really we're gonna finish okay this is so exciting um okay So Hakal v'Tatsumus v'Zacha, you Hashem are the Almighty God. V'Tatsumus v'Zacha, with the strength of your power, God's all the great v'Chod Shemacha, because of your holy your name. Hagibar l'Natzach, you are strong forever. V'Hanora v'Narasacha, you are awesome with your awesome doings and deeds. You're just Hashem. You are awesome. You are <clears throat> the king who sits on his royal chair, Ram Benisa, high and exalted, high and mighty. Um, this, by the way, is where we start on Hashem and Yom Kippur. Like Yom Naram, they say like Hamelach, like that whole big, like, I, I want to be there in time for Hamelach. Like, it's right here in Nishmah. Very cool. Um, on Shabbos, we don't start from there. On Shabbos, where do we start from? I think we start from, a second. Yeah, Shochanan. Which is the next paragraph we're about to get there. But this, Hamalach, is where we start on Yom Noram. Hamalach, Biederman. Biederman says that, um, something very interesting. So I didn't know this because maybe because I just don't notice, I'm not on the men's section. But I guess you could ask your husband if they ever noticed this that normally, like, Chazan Davins from the Amud, like, he Davins everything from like a little, what do you call it? Like, a place where he Davins, <laughs> like Shenzer. Um, however, on Yom Naraim, he says Hamelech from his chair, from his spot where he is, and then like, he walks up to the Amud and then continues davening. So where Elimelech Biederman says, like, why? Like, why is it that? Like, he's not just davening from the Amud. He like, says from his chair, and then he's, like, walking up. So he says, because on Yom Naraim, like on Asha and Kippur, we're crowning Hashem, and we have to be able to crown Hashem from wherever we are. Can't just be like when everything is good, I'm able to like crown Hashem. I can't, but like when things are not so good, nah. It's like no. He says it from his chair as he's walking. It's like he has to say it from his seat. Like everyone has to crown Hashem from where they are. Like meet Hashem where you're at, kind of thing. Like so that's why he says it from there. I thought that was very cool. I did not ask my husband yet. Like it's like our shulman Is that what we do? But that's what it says in the safe I'm gonna go with that. That's what everyone does. But it could be every shul difference. I don't really know. Okay. Now shulchan. This is where we start on Shabbos. Okay. And we said it's tefillah, we say it every Shabbos. It's like a halal for the week kind of thing. We also say halal for the month. Nishmas is like a halal for the week. Okay. Shulchan ad, marom, shemo. Hashem, you dwell for eternity. Marom, you're high and exalted. shemo, your name is holy. As it says, Ranu tazikim Hashem. Maisharam navasila. So, Ranu tazikim Hashem, the tazikim should. So he says, here it says, sing joyously to the Lord, you righteous. But like the tzaddikim will sing to Hashem. It's so like, like, shprachy. Like it makes it sound so fancy. It is fitting for the tzaddikim to offer their praises to Hashem. Okay. And then it starts going into like four different categories of people. By the mouth of like the Yisharim, the upright, you should be praised Hashem. And the lips of the righteous people you're blessed by. And with the tongue of the chasidim, of like the pious people, you are holy. And the innermost part of the holy people you are praised by. 
Okay, so the cool thing about these words, about basically Hashem is praised by everyone. Um, the cool thing, I don't know if it says it in here, but I'm going to write it out for you. Okay, so it says it in this other sitter that I misplaced. Um, have you ever noticed over here by these words, it's like spells out Yitzchak and Rivka? You know? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Fine, good. So I wrote it out for you because I was like, I don't know if I don't even know what I'm talking about. It wasn't in this sitter. I've seen this in Sidurim, and it's based actually on last week's Parsha. So we're going to talk about that for now. Okay, so if you notice, it spells out. Okay, so Yisharim, Tzadikim, Chasidim, and Kadoshim, all people who are praising Hashem. It spells out Yod, Tzadik, Ches, Kof. Okay, very cool. Yitzchak. And then the third letter, the next word, if you unscramble it, spells Rivka. So it's how it's far as from and his Kaddish. Yeah, I tried to make it bold, but like the hey, Vez, Reish, and Kaf, it does spell out Rivka. So I always saw this and I'm like, oh, that's cool, a little acronym thing, but like I never knew why until I was learning. I'm like, this is so interesting. Okay. So this is why it says, like, why are Gitzchak and Rivka's names here? Okay. So from last week's parasha, so when they were davening for children, um, and guys, help me out here because I didn't do Chamesh so well and I. Maybe ad living, not really. Just I, I really should have looked it up directly, but I'm just like going back up based on my memory. Okay, so what I remember is they were like davening on two sides of their room, right? They were both davening for children, and I think Yitzchak was answered first because he was a tzaddik ben tzaddik, whereas Rivka was a tzaddik, so she wasn't a bas tzaddik or tzaddik. Okay, so um, it says in the in like the pasuk totals, I wrote it down. Yitzchak Lashem. So Yitzchak pleaded with Hashem, the Nuchach Ishto, opposite his wife, Ki Akarahi, because she was barren. Okay, so they were both davening because they really wanted to have children. So Yitzchak was on one side, Rivka was on the other side. So the Nuchach Ishto, opposite his wife. But the Nuchach Ishto, so I'll show you guys. Also, the Nuchach could also stand for Lomar Nishmas Kolcha. Okay, I thought this was so cool. Okay, so the Nuchach, over here, Lomar Nishmas Kolcha, the it really spells out that he said and he was answered right away. So I was like, ooh, that is so cool. It's like a real segula tzila all the way back to Yitzchak that Nishmas is a really cool tzila. So that's why their names are written out in Nishmas because he said Nishmas and they were answered from Nishmas. So that's why. So the next time when you see it in your sitter, you'll know why it has their name spelled out. Okay. So I thought that was very cool. And we are almost done. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> in, the, <clears throat> in the assemblies of many, many people, Amcha Beis Yisrael, your people, the house of Yisrael, Garina, Wasong, Ispar, Shemcha, Malkinu. Again, this idea of like, prior, like, worry, your Wasong, your name should be glorified, Hashem, but called wherever there in every generation. This is the obligation of all of created people. Before you, Hashem, God of our fathers. So this is like the obligation. Like everyone has the obligation to help praise you because like, thank you for putting us into this world. L'hodos, to offer things to you. L'halal, to praise you. L'shabach, to praise you. L'far, to glorify. L'romim, to like lift up. L'hadar, to also to praise the Barak, the Ali, the Kalis, Alpha, Zivrit, Shiros, Tishrachos, Tabibanisha, Abraham, Shikha. To praise and bless Hashem for all of 
the things he does for us, and to say all of like the shirts the shvachos, like the songs and the praises of David Hamelach. Okay, and then from here, that's it. That's the end of like Nishmas proper, and then it goes into Yishtavach. We're not gonna really do Yishtavach because it's not. I mean, it's part of Nishmas, but it's also like its own separate tefillah. But just as a reminder, when we do say Nishmas, we say it with Yishtavach, and we just don't make the bracha at the end. Like Baruch Hayolim is not part of it. Um, but that is that is Nishmas, and we could should we go through Yishtavach really fast to say that we really, really, really did Nishmas. Right, really fast. Is that we could say that like, we really did Nishmas. Okay, we really did it. We really did it. Okay, v'chein. Okay, and therefore, your name should be praised forever, Hashem. Hakal, Hamalach, Hagada, Hakados, Veshemayim Ba'aretz. Our King, Hashem, the King that is so great and holy in the Shemayim and in the Ba'aretz. Okay, in the heavens and in the earth. Because it's fitting to you, Hashem. Like Hashem, you're deserving of all the praises. Hashem Alokinu Mukayabotinu, Hashem Aragad, God of our fathers, the Olam Ba'ad, forever. Shir Ushvacha, also, okay, I'm gonna keep going. Shir Ushvacha, um, songs and praises, Hala Alba Zimra, more songs of praises, and Zimra is like a melody. Oz Ulam Shala, your strength and your, like, you rule over everyone. Netzach, Gedula, Gura, your Netzach, Netzach, when you're victorious, you're great and you're strong, your power, Sehila, Besifares, glory and splendor, Kedusha, Umachos, holiness and your, your kingship. Brachos, Vahodaos, blessings and thanksgiving. Lashimcha, Haggadah, Vakados, to your great and holy name, Ume Olam, Ad Olam, Achakal, from the highest. From the other world until this world, you are always Hashem. You are in charge of everyone. You are the awesomest one. And then it stops right here. Atakal, that's it. That really is the whole Nishmas. So, Chazak, Chazak, Nishmasik. We said the whole Nishmas. Um, really, what I wanted to do was like, to, not, I'm not going to say the Hajan because, like, who am I? And we don't have a minion. And, like, I'm not a man. And I wasn't really even saying. <laughs> but, um, I do love the Hadron. I think it's like a stunning thing and I was looking for it and I just have it on my phone. Um, but I'll very briefly, if I could open it up while this is recording, um, just say like my favorite parts of the Hadron. Um, okay. So the Hadron is stunning. If anyone's ever heard it, like I love, like whenever I'm at a CM, this is like my favorite part where like everyone is like listening to the sign say like Hadron Allah, like I'm going to return to you. I'm going to come back to like Tama Bazli or whatever it is that they're learning, whatever Mishnayos. But here like, we're saying, like, we're not saying goodbye, Nishan's like, we're done with you. We're like, no, we're going to return to you. We're going to come again, and we're going to say it again. Um, maybe even daily. Um, but we love Nishan's. Okay, so my favorite parts are, I mean, everything is stunning. Like, the higher of Nashem Al-Kino, like, Hashem, like, Torah should be sweet to us, and we should be, like, always so happy to learn it. Um, and... I don't want to do the rest of it. But basically, my favorite parts are, like, Anu Ratzim, the Heim Ratzim, like, the rest of the world is running, and we're running, they're running to do Zavar and like, things that are empty, and we're running Lil Mo Torah. So, Yashikov, everyone, for coming and learning with us, and learning Torah should be a big plus for everyone in Eretz who needs it, and we started off by saying that, like, Ain Shemirah Torah, really, like, all of the Torah learning that we've been doing should just be, like, a bubble of safety for all the Chayalim, for everyone in Eretz Yisrael, all the Jews everywhere, and we should see a lot of Yeshua's, especially in this month of Kislev, 
a lot of Nisim to thank Hashem for and say Nishmas for because it's a month of miracles. So we'll just see a lot of miracles and we should just say Nishmas for all these things very soon. And I'm going to turn this off.